Hey guys, welcome back to Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today, we are going to be talking about some good news that I recently received. I'm going to be telling you about the recent drama with my ex. And I'm also going to be discussing some hard truths that we tend to ignore. Okay, so guys, I'm coming at you today with some really great vibes. I'm in a really good mood. I feel like this is probably the best mood I've been in in a long time. I had a real blip and I like I actually said to my, my manager I was talking to her yesterday I was like I think I had to have that like like low point to like get to where I am now you'd think I'm talking about like the space of like six months the way I'm talking about this this happened in like three days basically some shit went down so boring and I don't want to talk about it anymore like I did say to myself I'm not talking about my ex anymore and I didn't actually speak about it in last week's episode if you noticed I didn't give any updates I don't think and I was really proud of myself because I was like not even giving him the time of day but he just did something that like really pissed me off um I don't like it's like I, I don't even want to get into it so like he said she said this and I said this and I'm whatever but he basically just like told people that that I was crazy and like made shit up about oh guys it, let me just give you a quick rundown so remember that time I was like oh my god like do I meet my ex at the gym do you remember that like two episodes ago and he'd asked me to go to the gym and I was like a dumb bitch I was just seeking validation from him and I just was craving that attention and I wasn't getting it anywhere else I didn't want it from anyone else I just like wanted to see him and I thought that it would make me feel so much better if I went and saw him so I did see him um, after that podcast episode, dumb but fucking bitch, a fool. I'm a fool. And you can tell me I'm a fool, but I know I am now. But basically, I saw him and like when he was leaving, he was like, text you in two weeks, like um, going back to my girl now. And I was like, I basically found out that he had like a girl living at his house, like while well, he saw me as well. And I just felt horrible after, like I felt like so used, like I just felt like a piece of shit um, on the ground. And I was like, this is not how I thought seeing my ex would make me feel. And he was like, by the way, if you ever tell anyone about this, like, I will never speak to you again. And I was like, God. well, this is fucked up. Like, I felt horrible. This was like the day before I went to Paris Fashion Week. It was the day I went to Paris Fashion Week. And I was just like sat on my bed being like, did that just fucking happen? Like when he left, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'd feel disgusting. I feel like oh, whatever. And I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm never saying this guy again. Like, he, I don't know. I, I did think that it would make me feel so much better. It didn't. And I was like, right, I, I clearly need this man to be on my life. Like, he's just fucking me over now. He's fucking over another girl, probably. So anyway, I, like, told my friend, this is what happened. And she told his whatever, his new girl, whatever. And he basically, like, told people that I was crazy and made it up and that he never saw me. And it, like, got back to me that, like people thought I was crazy and made shit up and I was like I've done a lot of things okay like you know I've gone through I've gone through boyfriend's phones I've um I've, I've definitely done some crazy shit but I have not ever made up that I've seen someone like I'm I'm not that like that's just fucked up I would never do that I don't even know why I'm like trying to defend myself it's just not true but anyway um but yeah when someone told me that um it really like affected me because I was like oh like he has no respect for me whatsoever like He's literally like making up to people that I'm crazy. Like it's just so weird because we, we were so close. Like he was my fucking person for a year, and now he's telling people that I'm crazy and making up that I saw him just so that he can get out of things and like just throwing my name under the bus, which is like it really like fucked me up. And so this was on like a Friday evening or something, and um, 
I was meant to be going on a date that night and the guy just never texted me. And then this happened and I was like, well, this is it. And the fact that like the, like both those things there are like related to boys is so pathetic. But like I fucking spiraled. I like was in my house on my own in my flat and like I I, I didn't even want to see anyone. Like I couldn't I couldn't even like text. I, 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 what I should have done was texted a friend, like just hung out with a friend. I would have felt so much better. But I was like, I've never like, yeah, I, I've cried like this before once. Remember I had that huge fight with my ex and I was like screaming on the kitchen floor. Rogue of me. It's, it's, it's not something I do. You know, I'll have, I'll have a little a little tear rolled on my face if I'm listening to a sad Olivia Rodrigo song, of course, or watching a movie or, you know, in an argument, there will be tears flowing. But I don't usually, like, like actively just sit there and cry. But I cried that night, guys. I was, like, it was actually, like, really embarrassing. And, like, at one point, I realised that my blinds were open and the people in the street could probably just see me crying. But I was, like, you know, like, like making noises, being like, ah, like, who fucking cries like that? Like, it was as if I was like grieving like a family member it was just really really rogue of me but I was not happy so I was like yeah crying my eyes out so upset so sad um then I woke up the next morning and I was like you know what I'm turning it around I put on this disco playlist on Spotify what's I think it's called disco forever it's a Great playlist on Spotify would highly recommend it if you live alone you'll know waking up in the morning can be really depressing um it's just sad because you actually like don't speak to anyone unless you ring someone up but like you'll literally like you could go up and well for me anyway because I don't have to like go do a job at 9am like I could literally go until like 7pm or even sometimes like a full day without opening my mouth and actually speaking to someone unless I FaceTime someone so it can be quite depressing and quiet in the mornings when I wake up I mean the cats do meow but I was like this is just so like I, I just spent the full previous night crying I was puffy just got my period like it was not going well by the way I booked in to get my copper coil removed so I'll update you on how, how that goes I'm getting a full anesthesia that numbs me from like the chest down because like I wanted to be put to sleep but like that requires a full like anesthetist um which is a lot of money so instead I'm just getting like an insane amount of injections to numb my whole body because I have PTSD and I can't go back to the doctors to get my co- copper coil taken out and it's literally debilitating it's like the it's me and my period's debilitating so I need to get it out so that's what I'm doing 5th of April I'll keep you updated on how it goes anyway yeah put on this disco playlist and I was like things have got to go up from here like things are about to like I'm I'm gonna like that last night was my a very very low point for me um but it's gonna go up and then a couple of hours later my mum and dad arrive I think my mum and dad are like well I know they listen to my podcast and I think they're probably a little bit concerned not concerned but like I actually haven't really like been that thriving <laughs> Like I have been, like I, I, I have been, but I just have had like more low, low days than usual recently, which is completely normal. You go through these phases, but I think that like they're just concerned for me, so like they just like surprise booked a trip over. So they arrived, um, which is so nice to have them. I when I when I fell into a bit of a shit time there last week, I like literally was living in my own filth. Like it was horrible. Like so, I got back from Paris, and the cats had been on their own for two hours, literally two hours. And I think it was Hector had like thrown up everywhere. Like on the, I got a brand new rug, guys. It was a very expensive rug. Like I'm obsessed with it. And like he'd just like thrown up all over the rug. And then also they'd like shit all outside their litter box. And like the litter box was clean because like it's a robot litter box. It's not as if it was like full and they couldn't shit in the litter box, but they'd just been shitting. And like it was, my friend was staying over and must have just like not wanted to like touch the the shit on the floor. But yeah, it was just like not, like there was just, my house was filthy. 
and I couldn't even bring myself to like couldn't bring myself to tidy my room couldn't bring myself to touch the shit clean the the sick like I was just like so upset and like depressed and just like I could not move or do anything so when my parents came they cleaned my entire house for me which just like like that makes you feel so much better like if you clean if you have a clean space you feel so much better and I just couldn't find the motivation to do it myself they came and they cleaned it for me and I'm so fucking grateful that I have them because like that is just I don't know just the best people ever anyway I went out for like a really fun dinner had a great night with my parents and then I had this realization like I was sitting there on my like on my own you know on the sofa watching tv and I was like I actually like like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm constantly being like why is this boy not giving me attention like why is this boy not like messaging me back like oh like like it's so it's like I I wasn't like speaking to any boys or like it was like oh, oh that's a normal thing to do I wasn't speaking to any boys and I was like why why am I not speaking to any boys I was beating myself up about it and I think it's because like a lot of my friends like I got pretty fuck like my friends are very very pretty and obviously they get a lot of male attention because they're gorgeous and like I think I was like kind of like beating myself up I was like oh like why is there not like so many boys in my dms like why are my dms so dry like or like wh- why is no one matched me on like my dating app like I was just like, like freak, not freaking out, but just be, like thinking that it was weird that I, I wasn't chatting to a boy. And then I was like, wait, what the fuck, Olivia? Like, why do you need a bo- to chat to a boy? Like, there's been so many times before you ever like moved to London where you would just be single for like years and you wouldn't give a fuck. Like, you were never looking for the next boy. Like, why do you need to look for a boy right now? Like, it's okay that you're not texting any boys. You don't need one. Like, just be happy, like scrolling on TikTok. Like, just don't let it get in your head like if you like whatever I just had this fucking realization and I was like ew I don't want I don't even I don't need a boy so that was my realization and then for like the next 24 hours after my realization I was just like so like I was just a lot happier I just didn't care I didn't give a fuck if like a certain boy didn't reply within a couple of hours or I didn't want like I didn't beat myself up because a boy wasn't giving me attention do you know what I mean and then like this this boy that I'd like literally message I had like one conversation with like the week before was like hi like I'm gonna come to London tomorrow like I've booked this restaurant and like we're gonna go for dinner and I was like okay and then so right like I don't even want to like give that much away like I literally just went on one date but I was like this is crazy like I'm like I was so sad the other day because a boy made up that I was crazy and like made up to people that I like we we got together and then I was also really sad because a boy like did not text me on the day of our date and then this man has just come and booked a train to London come to London taking me out for a really really nice dinner had like a really really nice evening and just like I like why am I being upset about these like shitty shitty men in my life anyway I had a really nice date with this person um it was just very, very wholesome vibes. And then the next day, I wake up and my manager rang me because, like, she'd been trying to ring me for ages. And, you know, when you get, like, really depressed and you just don't answer anyone, you don't talk to anyone, I was in that. And finally I answered and she was like, Olivia, like, thank God you answered. Like, I have some really, really exciting news. And I was like, what? And she was like, you got, like, two of, like, your dream jobs. And I was like, this is weird. How was, like... F- three or four days ago I on my fucking I was on my sofa on my hands and knees like about to be sick I was about to be sick I was crying that much over stupid stupid men and now I put in the universe that I don't give a fuck about men and I don't want a boyfriend and I'm not looking for one and I don't care if I don't get any attention from one and all these good things start happening to me it was crazy and like ever since 
good things keep happening to me. And I think my luck kind of like timed out for a bit, but I think it might be back because like, I don't know. Oh my God. It's St. Patrick's Day this week. When I'm filming this, it's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Maybe that's why I'm getting such good luck. Because I'm Irish and the luck of the Irish, that could be it. And then also, I was on a fucking high. So happy. So great. Like amazing. Th- like things were going well. In my good mood, I get a phone call from my ex, the fucking devil one. And I answer, I'm like, what do you want? I want nothing to do with you. And usually like, I would have been like, like, you know, like re- ready to hear him out. Like, t- like I'd, I'd be ready to like let him explain why he told people that I'm crazy. But I was just so not in the mood. And I was just so happy. And I was like, my life can actually be really, really great without you. Like, I've just done some amazing things in the past few days. And like, I'm not going to let this phone call like, like make me make me sad. And he was like, ah, ah, well, I I called you crazy. I told people you were crazy because, like, it, you shouldn't have told anyone about it in the first place. It's embarrassing you told anyone in the first place. Like, you should be more of an adult and be more mature about all this. And I was like, girl, be fucking for real. I hung up the phone, told him I'm never speaking to him again unless he starts telling people the truth. And that was that. He's never going to start telling the truth. I don't know. A leopard will never change his spots. Um, but that's that's my update on my life. Do I have anything else to update you on? I went to Pilates this morning at 8.30 a.m. I set my alarm for 7.30. Like, that's just a fucking normal thing to do. Like, people at uni right now are like, Olivia, what the fuck? But, like, I set my alarm at 7.30 a.m. And I got up and I went to Pilates. And then I went for breakfast and I shot an ad that's my, like, my dream job. And I was just like, this is this is this is the start of my new life. Tomorrow is St Paddy's Day. What have I got planned? I'm just gonna go on loads of little Irish pubs in London. I'm gonna have the best time ever, and it's good vibes. I'm giving you good vibes. I got this new jumper yesterday. I'm loving it. It is really itchy and like really uncomfortable, and it was a really expensive jumper, so you would expect it to be like super comfy. Like I wanted to. I got this like a like a cardigan. I'm really into cardigans at the minute, but I got this cardigan from Reformation, and it's so comfy. I could literally wear it to bed. So then I was in like Selfridges yesterday and I was like, I'll pick up this according because I, I had my eye on it for a long time. It was my basket on Essence, which is a great app for shopping. I had it on my basket with Essence for ages, but they didn't have it in my size. And then they had it in my size in Selfridges and I was like, right, I'll just get it. Um, and it's wildly uncomfortable. And I feel like I've got a rash all at my neck. Like this whole podcast, I feel like I've had a rash just because it's like rubbing against my neck and it's just so uncomfortable. Uh, but I spent a lot of money on it and I've taken the tag off now so I will be getting my money's worth and I will be wearing it every day even though it kind of blends into the background so I'm really sorry about that if you're actually watching me right now because it's probably not very nice I, I don't uh, uh, it's actually okay okay I actually felt really like as I said shit after I saw my ex again um I hadn't seen him in a while and then I saw him and I thought it would make... I just felt like I was about to cry. I wasn't about to cry. I have no tears left to cry. I, I cannot cry for another year, at least. Like, there is... If you ever catch me crying, be like, Olivia, this... Like, I don't understand how there's still water in my body to come out. Anyway, I felt really shit after I saw him and was like, why didn't I just listen to everyone? Like... You guys used, like, like, after every podcast, you would DM me and be like, or after I posted that podcast, being like, oh, like, my ex asked me to go to the gym, like, I might go. You all texted me and you're like, do not fucking go to the gym. I mean, it was too late by that point because when I posted that podcast, I'd already done it. I'd done it, okay? Um, 
But everyone was texting me, like, Olivia, what the fuck are you doing? Like, do not go back to your ex. It's not going to make you feel any better. Also, can I just say, scrolling on my TikTok for you page the other day, and my sister's TikTok comes up, and she's like, get ready with me to go see my ex. And I was like, this family. We're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. It doesn't make you feel good. And every, yeah, everyone always told me, don't go back to your ex. I mean, everyone does go back to, like, okay, I'm not going to speak for everyone here because there's probably people listening to this who are, like, mature and, like, wise and aren't little dumb bitches. But, like, it's a very common thing to go back to your ex. And I don't really frown upon it anymore. Like, I used, like, you know, like, if your friend went back to their ex, you'd be like, oh, like, she's a fucking idiot. Like, I don't even do that anymore. I'm just, like, happens it matters now what you do in the future and how you like on how, like the mindset that you like come out of it with because like if I don't know I really beat myself up and I felt really really shit about it and then I was like why am I doing that like why am I beating myself up like it like it's done now there's no point dwelling on the past um it's important now to just move forward and never see him again but I was thinking like why why did I just ignore like why did I ignore everyone like it is true like seeing your ex never makes you feel good it never it, it it's not going to make you feel better about anything. And I got thinking, what are other some just truths or advice that I've been given or people tend to give that we just ignore because it's just easier to ignore? I think for me, well, so, something like people used to always tell me is like, just because you're in love with someone doesn't mean they're good for you. And I would be like, mm, I beg to differ. Like, can't imagine my life without this man. I hate to bring up breaking up with people again, but like, it is easier to stay in something than it is to end it. Um, and I think sometimes your favorite people aren't good for you. And just because you love someone doesn't mean that it's healthy and like that you should stay with them. And that is like a hard, like I, I ignored that for a while. Like, I don't know. It's it's so hard to, to, to like put myself in my shoes of when I was in that mindset. Because I think when you break up with someone, you like automatically are just like, oh, like, why did I do that? Like, did I actually, did I actually need to break up with this person? Like, I don't really remember why I broke up with that them. Like, maybe I should have just not done it. It wasn't even that I regretted breaking up with him. Like, I I, I don't regret breaking up with my ex at all. I don't regret breaking up with any of my exes. Like, I don't, reg- I, I actually don't really regret anything. I kind of stand by you shouldn't have any regrets because everything in your life, like, like if I, I'm like if I hadn't made that stupid fucking mistake, then I wouldn't be here today. Maybe who knows? Anyway, but I was in the car yesterday with my friend. Um, we were listening to a lot of Olivia Rodrigo and SZA, but not in a sad way. More like I love the song Jealousy. Recently, I love listening to Jealousy by Olivia Rodrigo because I I compare myself a lot. I talk about it before. Like I compare myself a lot to other girls. And I was kind of like ashamed of it. And I don't like that I compare myself. And I don't like that I stalk all these girls. And that I, I, I hate that I'm like, oh, I wish I was them. Like, I'm like, just be happy with who you are. Like, there's no need to compare. But then I listened to her song. And I'm like, wow, the fact that even Olivia Rodrigo feels this way really just makes me feel seen. And I love that song. And I love screaming it at the top of my lungs. And it kind of makes me feel better about the whole thing. And then I actually feel like I stopped comparing myself so much after I sing Jealousy by Olivia Rodrigo. So maybe you should give it a listen. But anyway, in the car, my friend, listening to Olivia Rodrigo and SZA. And the song Gone Girl came on. And I remember I used to listen to that song when I was with my ex and be like, like it's me like it's me like I'm gone girl like I need to get out of this relationship and I would come home like to him and be like yeah I listened to the song and I really related to it like and then I remember like I tried to break up with him like six times like I was like okay Olivia like you need to stop romanticizing like you actually like 
it it wasn't good. Like the whole relationship wasn't good. Like it's a good thing that you got out, and like it was a hard thing for me to do to break up with him because I was like, I don't know, it's just a hard thing to break up with someone. Like I, hard, like I had to do it over fucking text because like I couldn't do it in person. Like I tried to make times, but I was just like so weak that I was just like he'd be like, mm, I don't think we should, and I'd be like, okay forget everything i just said i'm in love with you um so i had to do it over text because i'm just like i don't know it's a really really hard thing to break up with someone props to you if you're able to like go to someone's house break up with them and leave like i i personally like i'm i'm just too shit for that um but yeah i think that's a hard a hard truth we ignore is that like um just because you're you love someone that they're good for you or your favorite person's like might be bad for you, um. Just because it's easier to stay, really, than to break up. Breaking up, oh shit, never doing it again. That's why I'm never getting a boyfriend again because it's just like my next boyfriend will be my husband. Well, yeah, actually, that could work. I'm gonna make you get engaged at 25, married 27, first kid 28. That's exactly like the timeline that I imagined when I was like seven years old. So, could do it for her. I just don't. Yeah, that's a... Oh, my God. Okay. Well, now you guys know. I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, the next person I'm with, I'm going to marry. So hold me to that. Because I'm not doing another breakup. I think another thing that, like, people choose to ignore is that you can't make everyone happy. Like, I, I for one, like, it stresses me out when people don't like me. Or when, like... I have confrontation with someone. I'm just constantly people pleasing. Like I just say what I want. I think everyone wants to hear. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think you will lose yourself trying to make everyone happy. Like I will. I'll, I'll go through my TikTok comments and I'll delete every single like hate comment I get because it just scares me. The fact that people might might not like me. I'm like, oh my god, delete. <laughs> I don't know why it affects. Like, like. The, fa- the fact that there are so many people that hate me, I'm like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. Like, because when I was in school, like, I really wanted everyone. Like, I was, I think I am a people pleaser. It's like, my next door neighbor, she fucking hates my guts. And for no reason. Like, I would understand that, like, our houses are not connected. Like, she's not, can't, she can't hear me at any point of the day. I don't go in my garden. I moved in in the winter, so she hasn't seen me in my garden. The only time we ever see each other is when we walk into our houses, like, in the front. And she called the council on me again this week. Do you want to hear what it is, what it's for this time? So if you watch my YouTube video about like my house tour, you'll see like I've kind of got like a balcony outside of my bedroom. But it's like not really a balcony. It's more just like the kitchen was extended. So there's like a bit of a walkway. I don't use it as a balcony because it's fucking zero degrees and I've never used it as a balcony. I mean, I think people have gone out there like, my ex would have gone out there to smoke a cigarette or something. But, like, no one sits on it during the day. There's no furniture on it. When I moved in, there was, like, um, like a little side table. Like, a little wooden outdoor furniture side table. It's been there since the day I moved in. It must have been the previous owners. And it's just been sat there, the whole, like, ever since. She calls the council on me and goes, Yeah, um, the woman that lives in my flat, me, is using that little level bit as a balcony and she doesn't have planning permission to use it as a balcony and the reason that I know she's using it as a balcony is because it's got a table on it. I was like, girl, you're a witch. Like, she is a witch. I don't know why, what, like, this one's 60 years old. I actually love witches, though. I wouldn't even, like, she's not a witch. Like, she's a cranky old... She's just miserable because 
because she wishes she could be me. <laughs> She's she hit us because she in us. Like honestly, she needs to get alive because she keeps calling the council and I keep having to contact the council. Firstly, to be like, hi, like. I swear I don't live in my shed. Like, I'm not living in my shed. And they're like, well, we're going to have to come around and check anyway because she keeps saying that you are. And I'm like, imagine every night, like, I, like, spent the night in, like, my... I love my flat. Like, it's my home. Imagine every night I, like, spend my night in my home, cook my dinner, put my pyjamas on, and then, like, right, home. See you later. Put on my slippers, open the back door, and go out and sleep in the fucking shed. Like, she's crazy. Anyway... I got that one sorted out, finally. They believe me that I don't live in my fucking shed. And now she's trying to say that I sit on my balcony. The annoying thing is, I was probably planning on sitting on my balcony. If she's listening to this, don't use this against me, please. But um, I was planning on like sitting on my balcony in the summer. You know, catching a tan. It's a great place for tanning. But now I probably won't be able to because she's already called me out for like using it as a balcony because there's a table on it. She's never seen a person on it. Because the only time people will go to smoke a cigarette is at night time. So it's, it's not that. It's just because there's a table on it. She thinks that I use it as a bucket. If I, I was supposed to say, if I see her, it's on site. And it's not. Because I'm a people pleaser. And if I, she looked at me, I'd probably be like, Okay, yeah, like, how are you? Like, <laughs> I would be so nice to her. Because I'm constantly trying to please people. And that's not a good thing. I should be stern. And I should... I should throw something at her. I shouldn't throw something at her, but I should give her a fucking piece of my mind. But I'm not going to. But like even my mum, my poor mum, like so my mum stayed with me for like a week there. Like my mum and dad came over for the weekend, but my mum stayed on for a week because she. I don't think she likes to leave me very often. Um, she doesn't like to leave me to my own devices. Well, how cute is this? Also, by the way, remember I told you about that date I went on last week, and like the the guy like got a train down, like we went for a date. My mum like dropped me off because my mum like has the insurance that she could be insured on like all cars, so she can drive my car when she's in London. And my mum dropped me off to the fucking restaurant, and like the guy was like standing there, and like I got out of the car, and was like, "See you, Olivia." Like, also wait, that's the first time I've met up with someone like from the internet. Is it? No, I've done it before, but when I did it before, I'd like FaceTimed the person like a few like I felt like I already knew the person before I met up with him, but like this time was genuinely like we'd had one text conversation, like very minimum, like, hey, how are you? Like, you live in London? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Do you ever come? And he's like, nah, never come to London. And then he's like, I'm coming to London tomorrow. Like that it like that was it. Like I was going in blind. Which was terrifying. On the way there, I was like, Mum, I can't do it. Mum, turn the car around. And my mum was like, I don't know how you're going to do this, Olivia. Like, this is really fucked up that you're doing this. Like, fair enough. Like, And I was just like, what am I going to talk about? I was like, we were like practicing conversation on the way there. So glad that my mum was there, to be honest. Because I think if I'd been sat in the back of an Uber, I would have had a fucking panic attack. And my heart would have stopped beating. That is the most out of my comfort zone I think I've ever been. I really, I really think that that was... That was the most pushing myself in my comfort zone. Like, I did not want to do that. It's like, I wanted to do it because I wanted to say, like, oh, I went on a first date with someone. But, like, that was terrifying. Very well done to Olivia for doing that. Really proud of myself. I'm giving myself a pat on the back for that. Um, Anyway, how did I even get into that? Oh, yeah, my mum my mom was, like, staying over at, at my house for a week. And she was even rude to my mum. Well, she wasn't rude to my mum, but it's like, you know, like, my mum, like, my, my other next-door neighbour is a family and, and the woman that lives there, like, anytime she sees my mum, she's like, okay, like, they're, like, chatting away. Like, they were talking about, um, you know, the car thefts on the road because there's a lot of that around my area. Like, my my, my other next-door neighbour is the loveliest woman in the world. I love her. Like, she always takes my parcels for me. 
great gal. But then this other woman, she stared my mum out. And my mum was like, I have never been stared out since like school. She's got a real problem with me and it it really bothers me. Mostly because I haven't done anything, but also because I'm a people pleaser. Anyway, don't know how we got into that fucking tangent. Speaking of um, that date that I went on that my mum dropped me off on, I was like freaking out in the car. Like I was like really fucking nervous, obviously. And my mum was like, Olivia, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Like you need to go into this date with no expectations because every romantic interaction does not have to end in a relationship, which is a hard pill to swallow for some like me I am a romantic very much like the second I meet you if we're hitting it off I'm thinking about our kids I'm thinking about the next year that we're going to spend together I'm going to think about our holidays I'm thinking about moving in together I'm thinking about just everything um I'm thinking about talking about you on my podcast like <laughs> I think about telling you guys like I am very much a romantic and I'm a relationship person as you guys have been able to tell but my mum said that and I was like, you know what? Usually I would probably have ignored that and been like, mm, yeah, it does. Every every day it has to end in a relationship. But I kind of like went on like a couple of dates with this boy rec- like after I broke up with my ex and it didn't end in a relationship. And I was quite confused. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a second. Why isn't this boy like in love with me? Like, why are we not going out? Um, This is like really fucked up. I think after we went on that first date, I really did think like I I, I told I sold myself a dream. I I'd fully planned out that we were gonna be going out within like two months or something. Like I I really was like kind of not not yeah. It was kind of delusional looking back on it. And I think I was obviously then disappointed when it didn't turn into a relationship because obviously we literally we went on like one day like to me yeah like one day like there was no need for me to be like thinking like that but I think that's like quite a common thing actually for like maybe this is a generalizing generalization that it's like girls but I think girls are more romantic than men anyway I think um it's quite a common thing for girls when they go on a first date to like just plan everything out in their head do you know what I mean um so yeah, it was a hard pill to swallow when my mum said that like not every romantic interaction has to end in a relationship. I was like, she's she's actually got a point there. Like when I took away that pressure as well, like this like this didn't have to go perfectly. Like this it's just a date. Like it doesn't this doesn't have to I never have to see this person again. Then it was actually a lot more fun. And it like when I think I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the person again. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. But I don't care because I'm not looking for a relationship and it doesn't have to end in a relationship. And I didn't even plan out the relationship in my head. So I'm not going to be disappointed. I asked you guys on my Instagram story if you have any truths that you've chosen to ignore before. Someone said, what's meant for you won't pass you by. I love that. I really enjoy that one it's a really good one to like bring you back down to earth like for example my friend Leo he's been searching for a flat for ages in London he's like really 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 wanted to move to London he's been like going to so many flat viewings he's been making so many offers on these flats they've all been like um outbidded because in in London at the minute like if I'm if, if anyone here is looking for flats in London it's crazy at the minute and like the asking price is not what you actually end up paying like people are going like a grand over a month like a, a what's it a pl- the rent plus a grand a month like that it's just it's insane and really really expensive to live in London at the minute and he was just like struggling so so much and he was getting so disappointed 
and like he he would be like oh my god Olivia like this is the one like I found the one like I need to live here like I'm picturing my life in this flat and he put in his offer and then it would get declined or someone else would put in a higher offer and he, he was just getting so disappointed and I was like Leo it's not meant to be it's not meant to be like there was something would have gone wrong if you'd moved into that flat and then we're like I went to him with flat for flat viewings the other day and we got to like the last one and it was perfect it was so nice it was like like I was like jealous like I was like I I literally want to move into this flat like this is like my dream flat he put in an offer and it got accepted and I was like see what's meant what's meant for you won't pass you by hard truth to swallow because he did think at times that those other flats were meant for him but they weren't because his fucking dream flat came at the end so I agree with that and I really like that one because in times of disappointment it really just brings you back down to earth someone said a hard truth that we tend to ignore is not everyone is always looking at you I'm gonna keep ignoring that one because that is like one thing that brings me joy is thinking at all times that people are looking at me does that make me a narcissist maybe I don't think so I think I'm I'm not (laughs) I know I'm not a narcissist because I definitely feel feelings and I, I actually watched a TikTok like last night being like um are you a narcissist? Here are the top five signs you're a narcissist. And I like watched it all because I was like, shit, am I? But I'm not. From what, well, from TikTok, what TikTok says I'm not. Um, But yeah, like, like if, if I'm on the tube, like the only thing getting me through that tube journey is like posing. <laughs> I have this thing. I can, can you, I can wiggle my ears. I don't know if you're gonna, you're probably not gonna be able to see. Did you see that? I don't know if I did it, but I can wiggle my ears. And I have this thing that when I'm trying to like look hot, I pull back my ears. Like I have, not everyone has access to those muscles, but if you do, you're a chosen one. Pull back your ears and just sit up straight. And you just look so hot. And that's my new thing that I've been doing recently. I actually, I watched a TikTok being like, the, the most photogenic people in the world. Here's the two things they do. They pull their ears back and they kind of close their eyes a little bit, like squint their eyes. I don't look good at the squinting eyes thing. And also I feel like my eyes are like one of my best features. I've been opening them a lot recently. <laughs> and then pulling my ears back. And that's just something, something I've been doing. Um, because everyone's looking at me at all times. So I need to be posing and I need to be looking good. Um, so yeah, I'm going to ignore that one. Like I'm driving home today and I like every time I get to a red light, people are staring at me. It's a thing okay the people that cross the road like stop and stare in my head they do it just makes it so much more enjoyable and I just feel like the main character but yeah when I was watching that TikTok but like are you a narcissist it was like um you can't like feel empathy towards other people and I was like no I'm I think I'm a massive empath (laughs) I like really like I've when I watch things I really feel other people's pains and like for example I was watching a interview the other day it was the golden was it the golden globes the other day yeah it was the golden globes and I will watch people interviewing other people and if for one second it gets awkward or the interviewer question the interviewer's question doesn't really get perceived well or it's just a bit of an awkward question or they don't deliver it properly the vibes aren't there and it's clear that it's just a bit awkward I feel like crying for the interviewer. Like my heart fucking breaks. Did you watch that? Ashley Ashley Graham was interviewing... Oh, what's his name? The guy from Love Actually. The British guy. Hugh Grant. She was interviewing Hugh Grant. And, you know, her questions... 
it's a fucking red carpet interview. It's not going to be great deep questions. It's literally just like, who are you wearing? Where's your clothes from? Like, are you excited to be here tonight? Really boring questions. It's just like what you would expect. Like, she's not going to be asking about the fucking economical financial state of the world right now. But yeah, she, like Hugh Grant was just being like, it was. In some ways, I'm like, you know what? Her questions were stupid, but also like, you're this is your fucking job. Like, you're well, obviously not. It's not his job to be answering these questions, but like, you chose to pick up the mic. Like, you do not have to be doing this interview right now. Like, this is completely up to you. Like, just like we're all fucking trying here. Like, just give her a break and answer the questions. And like, yeah, if she's like asking, like, she asked like, who's your tailor? And he's like, I don't know. Like that's that's what literally what he said. He's like, I don't know. Don't remember. He could be like, I don't know. I, I'm always so forgetful. I don't remember these things. But it's in London, and like he could, I, I could, I could answer that way better than he could have. And it's not my fucking job. So I was just like, my heart just fucking broke for her. I couldn't watch it. It made me so uncomfortable. But this happens all the time. Every time I watch an interview, if I'm like, if there's slightly off vibes, it makes me feel like I'm gonna cry. And I don't think that's like a personal experience thing because I, no, I have interviewed people before, and it has been awkward. Um. And I felt like crying. So yeah, actually, maybe that's like a personal thing. Someone said, honestly, that vaping and drinking is killing us. Period. I say, as I will literally be like sucking on my vape the second I leave this fucking podcast studio and I will be out tomorrow from probably 3pm till 3am drinking because it's St. Paddy's Day terrible just terrible and I hate I hate myself for it and I think it took me like not drinking for a bit to like realize how much I hate drinking um guys so I was like really like quite healthily drinking like you know we drink once a week wouldn't get that drunk was remembering everything I had a little blip um this weekend I went out it was a Sunday night and I was quite hungover because I'd been out for dinner the night before with my parents and Tilly we went to this amazing restaurant it's a mixture of Japanese and Mexican I think I've talked about it before it's called Los Mochis in Notting Hill quite expensive mind you didn't realize how expensive it was and felt terrible because my parents paid for it because like they're when they come to London they're like oh I want to bring you out for dinner and then they pay for it and I felt really terrible so like and I like yeah just warning you it was quite expensive but we were also getting so many cocktails so that's probably why it was expensive um and I then I then had a sore head the next day I was quite hungover and I was lying on the sofa my my dad had gone to bed at this point my dad always goes to bed at like 6 p.m on a Sunday and my mum was just lying beside me we were watching something on the tv and my phone rings um it was my friend and she was like hi like do you want to come out with us tonight and I was like no she's like well we're going to this restaurant and then we're going to a club with all these boys and I was like and then she was like it'll be like a free night and loads of like hot boys and I was like be, it, it might be rude not to like no in fact you know what I was like I didn't want to it, 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 no part of me wanted to but this was like kind of in my low point and I was like you know what I need to get out there I need to start doing things that are gonna like make well I thought this was gonna make me have fun I mean I did have fun and it's a good life experience to get out there and meet new people and I was like fuck it my ex would go out so I'm gonna go <laughs> that's not a reason to ever do anything but like I was like it's giving sad energy for me. I mean, it's giving like self-care energy for me if I stayed in. But I was just like, it's also going to give quite sad energy and I might have FOMO, etc. So I was like, I pulled myself off the sofa. Don't know how I did that. Pulled myself off the sofa. Got ready at nine o'clock on a Sunday evening. 
biblical and uh, <laughs> put on an outfit and I made my way to the fucking restaurant in like Mayfair and just had a night out. Crazy, crazy girl. But because it, we were like at a table, like these men had invited us, not men, like they were like, they're boys, they're my age. I, like, I, when I say men, I feel like I think of like a 50 year old man, like these men were like in their 20s and we were just like having fun, everyone was drinking, like I was drinking a lot because it was free shots of tequila and I will never turn down a shot of tequila, never come near me. If you ever see me out in public, do not come near me with a shot of tequila because I will drink it. And I like if it's free, I'm drinking it. Obviously, I, that's what something that will never like like lose its novelty to me is free drink. And it's like obviously growing up in like Belfast, I was a free drink was a rarity unless someone was buying you a drink at the bar. But it's like you could just buy your own drinks because they were like ninety p. How crazy is that? We used to have ninety p shots in Belfast, only on certain nights. But anyway, um. Yeah, when I moved to London, like all, all this free drink was like being thrown at me because these like big fancy clubs, and you know I don't I, I don't go to these clubs anymore, um, so I don't actually really get the free drink anymore. But when I first moved to London, I was always getting free drink, and I was like, fuck it, like have to get paralytic because it's free. Um, doesn't happen so much anymore, but it did happen on Sunday night. I was getting free drink, so I got really drunk, like really drunk, and I came home, and I fell down the stairs. It's like this is like I don't I don't even remember doing it, but my mum and dad were obviously still staying at my house, and they said I came in at three a.m. and just went like opened the door, went like fell down the stairs, and then I went got up, picked myself up. Apparently, my dad was like, "Oh Paula, I need to get out of bed and help her." Like she's clearly had a big fucking fall, and my mum went, "No, Graham, she'll pick herself up," and I did. But like Loki's so weird for my mom. Like, help me. I'm so drunk. But anyway, I picked myself up, apparently. And then I FaceTimed my friend, which I don't remember doing, but this is how I know that this is what happened. I picked up a glass, made myself a barocca, walked over to my brand new rug that my mum had just gotten the cat sick out of, and just like smashed it. Like just went like obviously not on purpose. Um just smashed it and um Barocca all over the rug. And Barocca doesn't come out as easy as cat sick, I'll tell you that for free. Um, smashed glass everywhere. I've got a bruised back. I've got bruised elbows. Probably cut myself. I don't, I don't, actually don't even think I did cut myself, but like I've got a stained rug. Um, and this was all just because I got so drunk on free tequila shots. And I had a really long, hard think to myself the next day. I think, was that worth it? No. Um, yeah. That was my little slip up there. But yeah, I like ever, like since going, like I just went sober for a month where it wasn't that long but it really made me realize that like I hate drinking and I I am planning on going back sober again I just feel like I need to be a bit more stable in life before I do it I need to have someone that I can sit in and have fun sober nights in with when all my friends are out clubbing because clubbing sober for me isn't something that I would like to do but like my friend Millie she's like not drinking at the minute she was just like oh I'm just gonna have a bit of a sober month for my birthday and I was like I find myself like seething with jealousy. I was like, I'm not, I'm not a jealous person than my friends. Like I'm always so happy for them and so supportive on everything they do. But I find myself being jealous. I was like, this is so fucking weird. Like Olivia, just if if you're that fucking jealous, and just stop drinking. But I was like, oh, she's got, she's got a man's. Like she can just sit in and go to the gym with her boyfriend and not drink. And I was like girl you need to catch yourself on and I did catch myself on I'm not jealous anymore I'm just pleased for her and someday that's gonna be me but yeah like I was jealous for a second crazy um but yeah definitely gonna do that soon
soon but then it's summer soon i keep making excuses in my head as to why i need to keep drinking it's like it's St. Patty's day tomorrow so i'm not gonna start now obviously stop olivia anyway i agree vaping and drinking is killing us but it's like, like you can literally hear me like making up the excuses in order to ignore that okay i'm gonna head home now because i need to prepare myself for tomorrow for a long day of drinking it's the one day of the year that like i i actually won't won't beat myself up for for getting really really drunk like i plan on getting obliterated but that's like that's what somebody says it's the only thing that irish people like are known for is drinking so why not live up to the stereotype tomorrow has to be done I'm also gonna like have to wash my hair so I didn't even like address this but I know you can see me and I just want to apologize because if you can see my hair right now it looks why did I do that I looks like I've got loads of dandruff no hate against dandruff by the way but I actually don't have loads of dandruff I've actually got a week and a half worth of product built up in my hair because I haven't washed my hair in that long because you know when you ever get in a cycle and it's just like why would I wash my hair because I actually want to wear it slick back today do you get that? And you would never wash your hair and then slick it back because that's just an absolute waste. So then it's just been a week of slicking back my hair and there's like more and more product building up and it looking worse and worse and like white and flaky and there's probably like bugs in my hair at this point. Not actual bugs. I used to get nits all the fucking time. Like I was a chronic nits child. Don't know how we got into that. I'm literally trying to round up this podcast. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully we made some revelations today. Hopefully we came to our senses and actually stopped ignoring some hard truths that we need to acknowledge. I feel like I did. Maybe. Anyway, love you and see you next week. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.